Welcome to the Third Eye Science Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Von Toon. Here we will explore the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the mind of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Today I'm going to talk to you about divine assignments. And by divine assignments, I mean, have you ever gotten an intuitive hit or uh, just an idea to do something and it may not seem very practical or even doable? Or it may seem like a really terrible idea, (laughs) but you feel incredibly compelled to do it. Um, Then you know what I'm talking about. Um, I've had a few of these happen in the last few years. And uh, I I just want to talk about it because yesterday I'm recording this on Monday, June 3rd. And I'll release it on Wednesday. And yesterday, uh, I graduated my Kundalini Yoga teacher training at Yoga West in Los Angeles. So it was essentially a ten, nine or ten month journey. And actually, I'm going to dedicate this podcast, this episode, to all of my fellow graduates. Many of you are listening, and. They, I just want to say I love you and I'm so grateful for the community that we, um, that, that I was introduced to and became a part of in this training. I, I talked about this at graduation. First of all, I love that they made a whole big deal out of it and made it a graduation. Like we had a whole thing, this event, and people invited their friends and family, and it was really cool. Like Yoga West really knows how to make a big deal out of it. And it's so special that they do that because they're recognizing what, a, you know, it, it takes a lot of time, a lot of time, money, and energy to, to complete this training. And it's well worth it, but I think the journey really deserves that kind of recognition. And I really appreciate that about Yoga West and all of the trainers, many of whom you've heard so much about. I talk about Guru Singh and Satdev Beer all the time on this podcast, so they will not be unfamiliar to you if you've been listening but they they just made it really special and more importantly the there's just this opportunity for all of us to celebrate each other and the community that we've created 
And so I, I shared this at the, at the graduation. We each had one minute to speak. There are like 70 of us. So it's, it's a big group. And I had, so uh, I basically found Kundalini Yoga. My first experience with it was with Guru Singh at a workshop in Massachusetts at the Kripalu Retreat Center with my best friend, Laura. Um, that was also kind of this, it was, she, she said she wanted to do a retreat with me. And I was like, yeah, anytime. And, and then we started talking about it. I think we said, okay, we'll do it next year. And this was 2017. And so then the year, new year came around and we just started talking about it. And I had started following Guru Singh, but still never experienced a Kundalini class. And I was just like so enthralled with everything. I was listening to every one of his podcasts, like absorbing any of any and all of his teachings that I could find online. And so the morning that Laura and I were talking about going to a teach, going to a yoga retreat, they post on Guru Singh's Instagram and says, We'll be at Kripalu on March 17th, 2017, which is my birthday. And it's also Laura and I had kind of decided that Kripalu would be the best place because she lives in Pennsylvania and she couldn't get away for more than a few days. So it was like, it felt like a very clear divine message. Like, okay, it's this one. And so I sent her a link to it and I said, I feel like I just got a very clear message that this is the one that we should go to. And, and I sent her some information about Guru Singh because I, she had never experienced him either. And she'd never done Kundalini and I didn't know if she'd be open to it, but she totally was. And we went and I just, um, having experienced like a morning sadhana there, it just gave me this ability. I was like, oh, I can do this every day. I had been doing yoga for 15 years at that point. And I was even a yoga teacher. And I basically, but I had never had a home practice. And when I just, we did this, I don't know, it was like a 30, 40, 45 minute yoga set in the morning and then meditation. And I learned, um, that's where I started Kirtan Kriya, which I mentioned I talk a lot about and go through in one of the previous episodes. I believe it's episode two, and which I'll link in the show notes. But um, so ever since that day, I have had, I have done a morning sadhana, which just means a morning practice. And so by that, I mean, I've done at least a little bit of yoga and a meditation every single day since then, since March, 2017. And I felt like, oh, so then in sadhana one morning, just last year in, in 2018, I got this message because, you know, I started to have this strong sadhana and I was through that sadhana. It basically gave me the ability to listen to 
the messages that I receive. And when you get up early in the morning, this is something we learn in Kundalini Yoga. You talk, they talk about the Amrit Vela, with the, basically the ambrosial hours between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. It's actually the best time to meditate. And it may sound like that's maybe you're not a morning person and that sounds impossible, but I urge you to just try it. And I'm going to be honest, I don't get up at 4 a.m. every morning. I get up, actually, what I've been doing lately is getting up at 4.45, and then that gives me enough time to do do my practice and get out of the house by 7, because I go to work at 7. I'm, yeah, I leave the house at 7. And sometimes on the weekend, I don't get up that early. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> But I do feel like, well, I'll get into this as I, I'm going to continue this story, but I do feel like I, I need to commit to getting up in the ambrosial hours um, again because I have had periods where I do it every single day. Like even on Saturday and Sunday, I'm getting up at the same time to kind of just keep the consistency. But I I had this message that I I am supposed to go do Kundalini teacher training at Yoga West with Guru Singh. And, you know, I live in Santa Cruz and Los Angeles is a five to six hour drive away (laughs) or a flight. And it was like, that's going to be complicated. But I literally like it didn't even occur to me that I wouldn't do it. It was it felt that specific and strong that I was supposed to do it and like I didn't even know when the next one was so I just um looked it up online later that day and I think it was I think it was the spring was when I had this realization like maybe May or June and and I saw that they were in the Yeah, so maybe it was April or May, and I saw that they were in the still in the middle of the one that was going on, because they always have one. In case you're curious or intrigued, it starts October of every year and it goes through June. Graduation is always in June, and it's ten weekends, so it's generally one per month. But there was there's one extra one in March because it's a 220 hour course essentially and it is yoga alliance and then KRI certified um KRI is Kundalini Research Institute but it so it's a huge commitment and I had no doubt that I would do it so I just was like okay I'm gonna do that starting next October but it did give me the time to kind of prepare myself for it and I that summer I did I still never actually went to like a regular kundalini yoga class there are there are a few teachers in Santa Cruz there aren't all that many it's certainly not like the community in LA but there are teachers teaching it um, and I just like none of the classes kind of fit in my schedule and it um but I started doing Rama TV and Rama TV is it's like 
the Netflix of Kundalini yoga. And it's really cool. I, I think it's like nine or ten dollars a month, and then you have access to all these classes. And it's um, Guru Jagat is she's the main teacher, and there are also other teachers that you can take the classes as part of that membership. And then they also have pay-per-view kind of things for special events. But so I started doing that a lot to kind of just experience lots of different Kundalini classes. And, and I would sometimes I would, you know, I would just do it and not know what the heck I was getting myself into. And I would just start one F, you know, one of the classes without really searching for anything specific. And then I would just do it and it would be and this is what happens when you go to a kundalini class. Like often you just, you show up and the teacher's like, okay, today we're going to work on our liver. You know? <laughs> then you do a yoga set that's for cleansing the liver. And other times it's the nervous system and other times it's the heart. And, and it, and you just go with an, if you can go with an open mind and just trust that it's whatever you need, because what we've learned in this process and as we get better as teachers we will we figure we learn how to tune in to what the group needs and it's kind of even before you show up you kind of get this feeling or you get these messages of what to teach and it's it's a really it's just really cool how the whole process is is I the all these tools and tech, techniques are bringing you home to yourself essentially it's clear it's clearing lots of trauma and emotional baggage as well as strengthening your nervous system strengthening your, your glandular system and then um, strengthening your field, your electromagnetic field, so that you can basically function at a very high level in the world. And it's really so that you can function in the world and be prosperous. Like Yogi Bhajan was really clear about you, everyone deserves anything they want or need, and you can have it. And 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 that is everyone including you and so i just love the technologies but anyway back to the story of how i i got that message and it was like okay i'm going to do this thing and then along the way i so i start i show up to yoga west i've never i think oh yeah i had been there once i had done a, a workshop with guru singh one Saturday, it was like an afternoon, and I stayed with a friend in LA and I did that workshop. And then, so I was kind of just showing up and I knew the only other person that I knew doing the training was my friend Eric, who I'm sure I've mentioned before, but he and I connected at that very first um, Guru Singh workshop in Kripalu. And we became really good friends and so he was doing it and he was the only one he lives down in Orange County and he was the only person I knew 
except for a few people that I had met at Guru Singh's workshops. There were some people in the community, but none of them were in the training. So I show up to Yoga West knowing no one, knowing none of the teachers except for Guru Singh. And it's not like Guru Singh is in every, he's not with us every hour of the training. It's like he comes for a few hours every day. And and so then I just get completely blown away by the caliber of teachers at Yoga West and all of the teachers that Satdev Beer was the program director and he organized guest um, teachers coming in. And every single one of them was just so amazing. And of course, you've heard if you've listened to the interview with Satya Bear, you know how much reverence I have for him. And I know that I was meant to connect with him. Like that was one of the reasons I had to show up at Yoga West. But then also we had these small groups that, because um, there were so many of us in the training, they break us up into six small groups. And, and then you get to know these people you know, it's something like 12 of us in a group. And you they become family. Like within months, it was so, I mean, so incredible to like have this connection with people that I didn't know until, you know, basically within months I was, I felt like they were family. And it's because we, we are family. <laughs> and many of them have like, I know, I have past life and soul connections with and it just felt like this coming home and then during that process I had gotten the ping to start a podcast and that may I, the first inkling of that actually I think started before came before I even started teacher training but it got stronger and stronger because I was really deepening my own practice and listening very, very, um, in, a, in a very intentional way for the messages. And that's something that Guru Singh really emphasizes is like you, we would do these meditations where for this weekend we did one right right before the end of training and it was a 31 minute meditation where we were meant to really receive messages and like connect with that with that divine assignment and he he often does this where you do this long meditation and then you write he tells you to just start writing down and we had to write down the regrets that we had and and these basically so that like starting on Monday <laughs> you need to start working on those if you still have some regrets like act as if um, every day is your last day and not in a carefree way but in a like you want to live a life of integrity and of grace and have zero regrets and so yeah we did this amazing meditation with a, a specific mantra 
It's Guru, Guru, Wahi, Guru, Guru, Ram, Das, Guru. And I'll share the um, the version that we listen to. It's really powerful. But what I want to come back to is this idea of divine assignment where it seems like a really it may be something you don't even want to do but you feel compelled to do and it so the podcast you know it was like pretty intimidating to start a podcast like I don't know what I'm doing I didn't have any equipment I didn't I never had even built a website I and so I just started with one thing at a time and I but that's how clear like it was super clear that I was supposed to do this thing and so I just want to encourage you to really consider this time of year is a is a very powerful time to take an inventory release what you need to today is a new moon it's a really good time to release what doesn't serve you and make some intentions for going forward and the solstice coming up on the 21st of june is a very powerful time to to really start new projects and there will be this energy shift and it's it's going to be a summer full of energy, vitality, transformation. And I really encourage you to take this opportunity. The universe is literally in knocking on your door and inviting you to do what you're meant to do. And that may be just, you know, it, a lot of people get really hung up on like my purpose and I have to do this thing for a living or my, you know, the, do some thing that brings you, that you're really passionate about and make money doing it. But it could just be, your divine assignment could be spend more time in nature or love yourself right like actually spend some time giving yourself mothering yourself and giving yourself love or it could be connecting to people building a community it could be doing art it could be music any any kind of art form that calls to you that is something that always brings you joy but you don't make time for in your life and when you do those things that bring you joy, maybe it's working, you know, it's like working towards some, some physical goal, like a marathon or a half marathon or some kind of swim, some kind of event. It could be anything. But really take this time in these next few weeks, and I highly encourage you to do it this week, actually, um, to to listen, to hear, not only hear your divine assignment, listen and take the next step towards it. So it doesn't mean if it, if the assignment comes in that it's like, oh, I'm supposed to do something like start a podcast or 
start some kind of business, then do the next right step. You don't have to do it tomorrow. But you can feel good about making making the step towards it. And when I what I've found is when I take that next step, the universe shows up with the energy and the and gives me the energy and the courage to do the next thing. And and then things kind of start flowing to make it all a little bit easier. Even though the it may still be a daunting task, you kind of start getting the the uh, validation, not from outside of yourself, but just things start happening that show you, yes, you're on the right path. And it's, it's really not any more complicated than that. And if, if it's something like doing a course, just commit to it. Like go spend them, you know, put down the money and sign up for the thing or the retreat or whatever it is because it will it will pay off and that's what i've found so the next my next divine assignment is to continue this podcast i've committed to doing it every week i'm going to continue doing it but it's like the next the next step is actually adding my healing practice and not necessarily to the podcast, but I'm like building this community, this third eye science community. And if you're listening to this, you're a part of it. And I am going to start doing healings. I I did this crystal Academy with Satyav beer and I feel it kind of gave me that, that push to feel really empowered to start doing that, doing one-on-one sessions with people. And that can be in person in my home. I have a room that I will do it in, or it could even be remote because I've been getting these intuitive hits and getting messages for people for a while now. And it's time to start sharing that with people. Um, yeah, in a more intentional way. And so stay tuned for that in the coming month. I have, I'm going to summer solstice with the Kundalini yogis in New Mexico. So every year, this is the 50th anniversary of the solstice in that spot in New Mexico where Yogi Bhajan lived in in the last part of his life and we are so I just again I felt compelled to go (laughs) it felt like an assignment and we camp I'm like I have to fly to Albuquerque and bring all my camping gear and it's like kind of intimidating (laughs) and you hear all these stories and everyone you know you're wearing white and you're in the desert and there's only cold showers and porta potties and it's not comfortable (laughs) and it really pushes you to your edges which is the whole point and so I'm going to that at the end of the month and then 
I come home for less than a week and then I go on a cruise with my family, which seems like the exact opposite. And it will be a very interesting transition, but I'm looking forward to all of the whole, the experience and what it brings because I know, I know that it's all in divine alignment and so then after I come back, so basically after the 4th of July, I'm going to really intentionally begin. I'm going to start teaching yoga at my house and then doing healing sessions. So stay tuned for information on that. And then the other thing I wanted to say is like, if you feel at all, um, what's the word called to share your divine assignment if you feel like you want some accountability and some a little bit of energetic help feel free to share it with me either on social media if you're willing to share it you know openly publicly and you can use hashtag divine assignment or you can private message me Zuzu's sneezing um, you can private message me either on Instagram or on, on, you can email me at third eye sigh. So it, it's third eye spelled out and then S C I at gmail.com. And if you do that, I will basically just, I will pray for you to have the courage and the energy that you need to get started on your divine assignment. And I also have this vision of setting up a crystal grid and putting everybody's, I'll write them down. Just, you know, it just can be a one sentence, your name in a one sentence thing, assignment that you want to start. And I'm going to put it under a crystal to help um, just give you some extra energy towards that goal. And I think it's a really powerful way that we can together as a community help each other. Um, I was inspired by, I've mentioned this before too, but I listened to Space Weather Transmissions, Paramatma Siri Sadhana. She is a Kundalini Yogi and an astrologer and she, she just, She's super connected. And one of the things she said today was talked about asking people what what they want, what they need, and say, I'll pray for you. And I just love that. And then this, this idea came to me while I was listening to that. So shout out to Paramama and also if yeah if you so if you feel called let me know hashtag divine assignment or private message me and we're gonna get going on this next phase thank you for listening as always it's helpful if you can share on social media share it with your friends can just send them if you hear an episode that you love share it with someone that you think it might resonate with and it's also helpful if you rate and review on the podcast 
platform of your choice. Also, I messed with the settings on this um, on my recording device. So I hope this is a little bit better sound quality. And if it is, and if you've been frustrated by the sound quality, shout out to TJ. He's the reason I, he had the courage and the, um, he just genuinely wanted to help me make this better. And he told me that it just wasn't good enough, basically. Not in those words, but thank you, TJ. I love you. All right. Satnam, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.